0: In these times, where we're more with ourselves, this feeling of being in Hulvet, um, you know, we might have complaint come up, you know, why am I locked away, or why I can't get this, or I can't get that, or I can't see my friends, my companions, my family, or this is so hard. And, and it's that complaint. And it came to me in this Easter week that um, when in the Lord's Prayer, when it says, give us this day, our daily bread, that that's not just food, you know, material food, of course, that's spiritual food. And um, and what it refers to also in, in a deeper level is everything that comes to us, everything that happens to us uh, in that day or in that moment, we use a day as a kind of, um, let's say graspable segment of time. So, everything that happens in that day and the day is really the moment you know so um we're actually asking for the experiences that Allah sends to us and uh, to know that everything that happens to us is our nourishment it's not like oh this is good and that's not good no everything is nourishment and but it's like you know, just with the food. I mean, there's a food like something soft an avocado you'll eat more of. And if it's pepper, you have a little bit or um, the spices are little. So this is the way also for our spiritual nourishment. Everything is a catalyst for our own spiritual growth and maturing. And so um, really the mature soul, which we're all kind of, striving to, to achieve is the one who does not put that <clears throat> resistance, which is the complaint. The complaint is a kind of veil, really, between ourself and Allah. And um, because it says, no, you know, I don't want that. I don't like that. And I, I refuse. So on, this is why it says that, the, let's see, you know the sins of the of the friends of God are the virtues of of those who have not who are still on their way to friendship so um, because the friends go deeper and deeper and see more and more clearly and um, the subtle things of the spirit and the the spirit is very subtle you know the 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 faculties of perception in the spiritual world are, are very subtle. So um, as we mature, we are, our scene becomes finer and we notice these things. So we notice where we ourselves become, you know, in a sense, the Kafur, the ones who cover themselves and turn away. So inshallah, uh, may we accept all of the experience that comes to us and, and not, turn away from Allah and, and um, give thanks for it. Because if we could really see the, the, the benefit that it brings to us, we would immediately say alhamdulillah. Oh, inshallah. Okay, little insight from Holy Week and Holy, Holy Shaban. In the overflowing of Allah's compassion and love, all praise is yours, O oh, beloved Allah. You alone are praising yourself, and you alone are flooding our hearts with boundless praise and gratitude, O cherisher and sustainer of all beings, ceaselessly compassionate and forgiving, magnificently presiding over the day of awakening into divine radiance. You alone we adore, and upon you alone do we call. Reveal to us your direct path the mystic way of our heart opening into your infinite heart of grace, the merciful way of those who never stray from you and never experience your awesome correction. Amen. Ali <laughs>
1: Rahman sahib al bidr meded ya rasul allah al muqamm Madad Ya'bu Habib Ya afu Allah, ya badud Allah, ya Rasulullah Meded ya nour khudab, ya elish khudab Meded ya rahmat alamim Imam al-Mursaleen, may Yasin, your Job, Medadia has read Amina Taslim. has read Khadija. has read Aisha. has written Mola. You Fatima. You Midde, you Ali, Ali, lee, a lee, a حضرت مدد یا حضرت مریم یا حضرت اصاب مدد یا حضرت مریم یا حضرت اصاب مدد یا جمیل انبیان و عباد الله الصالحین مدد 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 Meded, ya Rasulullah, ya Rahmanullah, ya Wadudullah. Meded, 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 ya Jamil Shiyuk. Meded, meded, meded. مدد یا حضرت جبرائیل یا حضرت مخایل مدد یا حضرت ازرائیل مدد یا حضرت اسرافیل مدد یا حضرت پیر مدد یا مزفر فندی مدد یا نور و نمار مدد Oh,
0: Inshallah, our, our hearts are refreshed. I feel so, so refreshed. And thank you, Ali, for that beautiful chat my God, and normally we don't hear it because we're singing la, ila, ila, la. and you're chanting over that, but this time we, we hear it. It's so magnificent. Our, our, our river, our, our river of life and blessing and river of truth. Alhamdulillah. And of course it has many branches, all the sacred traditions or branches of this great, great river and So, alhamdulillah, gathering all humanity, every human being is in one of these riverbeds, really um, protected. So every human being is under the guidance of one of the prophets. Alhamdulillah. So uh, I'd like to read um, from the 101 Diamonds and dulillah well i open um i actually opened again on the Fatiha and the ikhlas just that you know i'm not going to read them again, but it is interesting so again emphasizing their um centrality and um as we know, I think I mentioned this last time, but that Hazreti Pir, the weird, in The Weird, he concludes The Weird with one of the requests, uh, the sublime petitions to Allah for his dervishes, is that we've received the, the secret of the fadiyah, it's, it's secret, it's manifestation, it's power, and so um, it's, it's good, and we do recite it much. Um, I'd like to actually read you something before, um, before I begin this. And for that, I, well, I can describe it by memory. It's a dream that was sent to me by Habiba Ashki in Boulder from one of her dervishes. And in the dream, the dervish was tending a garden and, and placing benches and so that people could look at these big potted flowers that she was moving and placing. And it, it all sounds very much like, you know, the dervish circle, circles and, and uh, dervishes. So at some point in the dream, these shapes appear, dark blue, like the, the blue post, And if I think the dark, brilliant blue, deep blue, And she called them, I think, trapezoids. Uh, But they were floating, and they were semi-transparent, semi-opaque, and maybe kind of soft. And they were almost getting in her way as she was going through the the garden, preparing it. And then she realized, or she was told, that these were all the the Tawheed, the Laila Ilala, each one was the uh, Laila Ilala, Muhammad Rasulullah, that had been recited. And as soon as she realized that, they became transparent, and then no no longer a problem. So uh, it's interesting that um, she saw our spiritual, our Amal, our spiritual activity and action, uh, taking form, and, and this, there are hadiths about this, how the fatiha is a form, and um, our good actions have form and will appear to us. So these, the laila ilallahs are, you know, I'm, I'm not sure the significance. It was, I think, a trapezoid, I think, um, she said. So they were, you know, a three-dimensional, and or four-dimensional, not sure, but um, the triangle, which as we know is the three, and the three is um, significant, signifies also Muhammad The three is really, according to Ibn Arabi, the one. Um, the, so the like the one, the counting begins at three, and somehow that number belongs very much to um, to the prophet himself, peace be upon him. And as we know, Hazreti Pierce's numerology is one, 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 so three ones, it's interesting. Um, and I, I bring that up to, um, so what I felt was that she, in, in maturing and in recognizing uh, that these were la ila ila la, her own soul was elevating and and becoming at home and comfortable uh, in, in the realm of, of spirit and, and spiritual activity. At first, you know, it's like almost if the soul is introduced to that realm, it can become confused. And in fact, often we'll see that in dreams where something which is very potent and good will, can appear as a, as a negative or as a scary thing. So, um, I share that now just to show that all of our la ila illalas all of our fatihas, all of our iklas all of our prayers all of our intentions are really uh you know populating uh, the inshallah the, the earth and helping to guide it at, at this time so um i open to my next opening was Chabad 61 I never fail in my obligation. And the titles are are Sheikh Nur's. Allah the Sublime and Majestic proclaims, O children of Adam, you owe me remembrance and I owe you sustenance. Even if you fail in your obligation, no matter what your action, I never fail in my obligation. That's interesting. So we never think of it that way, do we? We never think that there's an exchange that, um, that Allah has given us something to, to give to, to Allah. O children of Adam, you owe me remembrance. So I think what, you know, some of the meaning of that is that Allah has created as, as it says on the most beautiful form and that so that form is the form of praise it is the muhammadi as we know muhammad uh, means you know highly praised and highly praising one who praises also so the entire creation as quran says and as uh, our teachers and sheikh noor and has emphasized so much is praise the the, the intention of the secret purpose behind the creation is praise. So Allah praising Allah, how amazing. So we participate in that in consciously. And so there is a difference that even uh, when we're not conscious, we are praising, but the difference when we become conscious, then we taste it, then we, we, we take on the characteristic of the, of the Khalifatullah. Of, of the one who embodies Allah's intention for, crea- for the fullness of intention for creation, which is to return to praise, to be the mirror, to then finally even go past that duality, to melt entirely into the one. So this is when Allah says, "You owe me." That's what it is. In a sense, it's giving back what Allah gave to us in, in pre-eternity, uh, and and and. Uh, For we have it, we are all praising all the time, but that sense of obligation, which we know is also in the farce, the meaning of farce prayer or farce fasting, Uh, there is, Allah puts that slight extra weight on it, uh, not to oppress us, and you know, people often think, oh, that's the limited religion, Uh, it can be applied that way, but it's rather to point to it in a very special way, saying this this has a secret, this has a great treasure in it. Um, and, and if you, you offer this, you will benefit from, from my secret that I have placed in you. And then Allah says, and I owe you sustenance. So Allah has taken a vow, as we know that there's, Allah has bound because we could say that there could be a, a creator who would just create and then abandon. that is not the way of of god that's not the way of of allah or um hashem or or any of the designations of the of, of the essence of the reality i owe you sustenance so even if you fail in your obligation no matter what your action i never fail in my obligation so this um points to also a deeper level of sustenance um, as we spoke of in the beginning, which is the sustenance certainly of experience, which helps to form us, but then the sustenance of life, of breath, so we can think, oh, well, where am I going to get my food, or, um, you know, or maybe we feel we're, we're not getting enough, we're not getting enough sustenance, but the basic sustenance is existence. That's the basis of all sustenance, is our very existence. So Allah is always giving us that. And Allah is also giving us that azak that fills our bellies and our, our mouths, our eyes, our ears, our brains, and our hands, uh, our hearts, that sustenance. So it, it's a good one to contemplate. I'd like, I'd like us all to contemplate it, what Allah's sustenance is no matter what our actions, how amazing. So we have a Lord who has promised to sustain us no matter what we do. And in the, in the Torah it's, you know, I think it's in the Torah where it says, you know, that God rains down uh, on, on, the, on the righteous as well as the unrighteous, that it not made a difference there in, in the sustenance. Alhamdulillah. And and, um, the next page, because I I like to read both, on both sides of the pages, is Habar 62. I will preserve you. Allah, may he be exalted and glorified, proclaims, O children of Adam, pray four cycles of prostration at the day's dawning, and I will preserve you until the day's completion. This Chabar is transmitted by the sage An nasai along with its lineage to the Prophet upon him be peace. And I should also uh, mention the prior Chabar on Bazak. This Chabar was transmitted by the sage Kab al Ahbar, and appears in the collection of the sage Arabai, so I think that also some of the habaj were transmitted by some of the the rabbis, and it's interesting. Uh, there was a, a kind of collectivity of wisdom. So the, <clears throat> that points to the dawn prayer, which as we know is at the root of the day. So again, there is a, how would you say, a mutual exchange. It's so interesting, the mutuality, which we came across also in the Fatiha, where the servant uh, or the one who praises with the Fatiha, and Allah is commenting, "Oh, you know, my servant, my beloved has praised me, and then praised me greatly." And then iyak and wayak and Astayn, it said that part is shared between the servant and Lord. And then Allah, when the servant concludes the Fatiha, says, "I will give my servant all that they ask for." So, uh, it's interesting that we're shown this mutuality Uh, and I don't know if that's something specific to um, the Abramic tradition, it it, um, could be or could be not, but there is definitely a very um, personal aspect uh, in in the Abramic tradition. And, and that is Lord and lover, that is servant and Lord, um, that is the one who is dependent and the one who gives, and this this mutualness, which is so beautiful and, and tender. So Allah, in a way, says, do this and I will take care of you the rest of the day. Of course, Allah takes care of us anyway. We just learned that no matter what we do, Allah will give us our sustenance. So it, isn't it interesting? But, it's encouraging us to say, okay, well, let's offer the, the dawn prayer, which I, now that we're in retreat is so much easier. Uh, isn't it interesting? I'm sure that's true of many of us, that now that we're not engaged in so much worldly obligation and, and outer obligation, we, we can actually rise up at dawn and, and say, alhamdulillah. You know, so um, maybe also part of the preservation that Allah speaks of is um, is to say that I will preserve you in remembrance of Me, because that's a great preservation. In fact, the friends of God, you know, that's what they really take refuge. For, you know, they take refuge with you from, you know, from denial and from and from heedlessness. So. Um, by offering the dawn prayer, inshallah, it like sets the, the root of, of divine remembrance all, all day long. And then there is, of course, the outer that Allah will not, you know, inshallah, cause our, our passing to happen on, on that day. That's the more um, outer meaning. I, I don't know about that for sure, but I, I do... Feel certain about the preservation of the the uh, of the worshipper of the adorer in in remembrance. So, alhamdulillah.
2: I like to read a, a page. Is it possible? Sure. This page is from uh, Bahá'u'lláh, mm-hmm. the Hidden words and according to Bahá'u'lláh, these were whispered by Archangel Gabriel mm-hmm. who has read Fatima mm-hmm. after, after Rasulullah passed for six months.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And this is one page that came I like to read. He says that, O son of man, my eternity is my creation. I have created for thee. Make it the garment of thy temple, my unity is my handiwork. I have wrought it for thee. Close thyself there within, that thou may may be to all eternity the ever the, uh, the revelation of my everlasting being. Mm, mm, mm. What comes to me now is that we, this creation we need to take care of. Mm-hmm we need to really, really take care of this, as we take care of our garments. Mm-hmm. And I feel that this, uh, in a way, uh, the other day PVZ said that, what have you learned from animals? have been coming to me that this coronavirus had come to show us that when a being, because this is, a, this is an ecosystem, we live with trillions of trillions of viruses and bacteria. But this virus that showed up, it lives so aggressively that it kills its own habitat. No being destroys its own habitat. And then I feel that reflection of us, Mm -hmm. how we we treat our own habitat, Mother Earth, mm -hmm. and ourself included in that. I'm talking to myself more than anyone. Mm
1: Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Well, it's interesting because I I had a dream about, I don't know if it was two years ago or a year and a half, and in the dream, I might have shared it with some of you, uh, what I was seeing that uh, people were distracted. They were getting, distracting themselves and being distracted on, uh, by all kinds of means, you know by entertainment, uh, basically what may we would call the world of entertainment, so that's obviously can be in social media, that can be in just events in the world parties, et etc et I mean all kinds. and that um, this was actually the beginning of of a shaitanic plan to pull that it's almost like the slippery slope. <laughs> You know, because that's where people forget. So by entertaining themselves excessively, they forget who they are and they forget their Lord. And then they can be pulled more and more into a, um, you know, negative thinking, negative actions, uh, which come as soon as there is a distancing and availing. So, you know, that's where, it, and, and that's in the Hadith, which is also in the 101, where, where Allah says, you know, I have created you for myself, and I have created, for, I have created you for my delight, and I have made the creation for your delight. So it's a little bit what Ali was reading, because what Ali was reading also referred to the unity, you know, like, clothe yourself in the unity, in my unity. And then it's like, you will be with me. That, that's how I heard what he read. I mean, the, the splendor of the creation, but within the creation, we have to find the unity. We have to find God, Allah, in the creation, in ourselves. So, um, and Allah then says, you know, Don't, do not spoil what I have created for myself with what I have created for you. You know, many of you know that, it's such a powerful, it's almost like, you know, the linking, it's such a powerful kind of formula. Do not spoil what I have created uh, for myself with what I've created for you. So that's also the distractions, the excessive indulgence, and it doesn't mean that we should not enjoy, because there's the shrebu, you know, eat and enjoy, and it's in the Old Testament, it's in the Quran, uh, I don't know in the new te- the Gospels where it occurs, but pointing to us that the creation is good and that it is meant to be uh, enjoyed and uh, meant to be a, a a sign an ayat for Allah. Everything is an ayat of Allah, but by excess and and you know that's why the the scale the balance uh, the middle way so. That's where, and that's the difficult part, actually, to stay in balance, you know, it's, that's why the Ramadan, where we, you know, we're like in this fortress of protection, uh, and then the Ramadan ends, and there we go out into the big garden again, and, you know, but this is, of course, our human nature that Allah has given to us, so it's not our fault, but we also have the, the, the consciousness to recognize and to uh, pull back, to be, become modest, moderate, and um, to keep struggling with that ever, you know, emerging nests. Um, it's, it's very interesting that, you know, I've, I've told this also many times, the story of Abdul Kadir Gelani, who was in retreat. And at the 40-day retreat, and toward the end of the retreat, he was thinking of his wife's soup, so uh, and how delicious it was, and he was waiting for it because she was going to bring him the soup, and uh, and then all of a sudden, out of his mouth popped a frog, and he realized that frog was his naps, this desire, you know, for something earthly and delicious, and then he was going to just like squish it. And Allah said, no, you know, the divine voice came out. No, he said, I love your nefs. I love your nefs. So he <laughs> took the frog back in. And, but the nefs is something to be in balance. It's very interesting. But distraction, in our modern world, distraction is gigantic. It's huge. It's huge. And it, it's a source of forgetfulness, you know? And when we have less, when we are in our little halvet, when we can't go out and do everything we want to do and get everything we want, um, we are much closer to a state of, of remembrance and gratitude, and we all know that. So this is such a blessing, in a way, obviously. In one way, of course, even, um, you know, getting sick is blessing, but that's not a, a realm we go to, we always say, take refuge from anything, getting sick or so alhamdulillah. Allah has actually called us now, so this is a fantastic opportunity to turn and to change and um, you know people weren't listening, I mean we're just rolling along and as you say we're going into the sixth extension where we're, we've eliminated so many beautiful beings and as you say we, we torture animals to have them for our own needs and meat and everything. It doesn't mean we can't participate in eating them though you know there's a big difference and we had that meeting with Pierzia the other day and this came up as a subject that and this is the whole understanding of halal. If an animal is raised in a halal way, it's like part of the family. It's a, there's a kindness and, and a mutuality. And, so, and, and their life is taken in a kind way, gently. And uh, then they become part of us, even through their flesh. It's a totally different um, way of approaching it. We approach it as predators. This is how we're approaching the earth. It's a colonization. I mean, it's part of human, in the human being. But, um, you know, it's just taken over now. It's taken over. So we are going to get our lessons now. Either, you know, this is like the end of the world, which I don't believe. Uh, And so Allah is all of a sudden pulling in the reins and saying, stop reflect, look, pray, turn to me, you know, and I will guide you, turn to me and I will show you the way, I will help you. So inshallah, that's part of our prayer is that we emerge from this. And I don't think this is gonna happen just once, you know, this might happen again. And so we're, we're in for a ride, let's say it that way. Um, so you are not tainted to some degree, of course, we all bear responsibility, but, you know, that's why we ask forgiveness. That's why the hundred estafilas every day, so that we can be washed clean of it. And that's why the salat and um, Allah will not charge us for what we are not responsible for. And, but of course, when there's opportunities to help, to change, to spread, other ways of, so when we eat, we must eat consciously, and we shouldn't, as uh, Hazreti Ali said, Radio Lahu said, you know, do not make your stomachs into graveyards. So what does that mean? That means, that's not the way, the United States is eating meat, meat every day. That's a graveyard. And as you say, that causes tremendous pain for the creatures themselves. So do not imagine, though, that you can't, yourself be, um, how to say, be close to Allah, even despite this, Allah, you know, we have to remember that the mercy is infinitely greater than no matter what humanity could do. So remember in Irshad, we just read it a few uh, zikrs ago, where the prophet, peace be upon him, uh, in his ascension is shown a treasure chest and he is curious about it. Allah asks him to open it and he opens it with the bismillah, the key of bismillah. And inside he sees a scene, a vast ocean, an island, a tree, a bird in the tree, and in the tip of the beak of the bird, a speck of dust or dirt. And Allah says, the ocean is my infinite mercy the the island is you know creation the tree is is the tree of of life and humanity the bird is all human beings the speck in in the bird's beak is all the sins of humanity all the sins of humanity is that speck and allah says ask the prophet and so and that scene is dramatized so it'll come to us that we can reflect and see this says that ocean is my mercy, it's infinite. In comparison, all the sins of all humanity, all beings, are nothing compared to my mercy and my forgiveness. So you have to keep that in mind. Otherwise, we make ourselves despaired, which could be considered, uh, you know, a kind of veiling. So we should not despair of ourselves. We should not despair. And the one who wants to make us despair is the negative you know, happy when we become despaired. So don't be despaired, just trust in Allah's mercy and do the best we can with the knowledge we're given and and apply it. We should apply the teachings though, that for sure. You know, yeah. It's true, it is such a joy to be a servant. You know, such a joy, such a joy. You know, the story, that's another, Another Fendi story is that um, the, someone, sheikh had a, you know, a dervish and uh, that night sheikh had a dream. And in the dream, Allah said, go tell my servant that, you know, he's going to the fire. And so the sheikh was like horrified and how would he possibly do this? But anyway, he got up the nerve because this was a command from on high. And he told the his dervish, he said, you know, this is off I'm so sorry to be the transmitter of this news, he said, but Allah told me that, he said, "My tell my servant that he's going to go to the fire. And the dervish was such a good dervish. He said, he called me his servant and he went into wedged. And of course, he, he did not go into the fire. But, you know, it was just to be called servant, how great that is. So congratulations to feel that. Alhamdulillah, may all be blessed and oh Allah, increase us in servanthood. That's one Sheikh Noor said that, he said, I mean, you know, it's like these things, he said, he might've said something different the next day, but he said, you know, like the only prayer is like, oh Allah, increase me in servanthood. I mean, oh Allah, increase us in servanthood and nearness to thee. I mean, I, mean, I mean. to the secret heart of our peers. Al-Fatiha, Allah, Himma Sayyala, Sayyidina Muhammad, wa Ana Ani Muhammad, Was Santi wa Sallam. irahim r-Rahmanir-Rahim. Alhamdulillahirabbil irahim Rahmanir-Rahim. Man kiyomidin iyaqinabdu in. <Hebrew> <speaking> in, <Hebrew> <speaking> in <Hebrew> Eight Sarata Mustafin, Sarata Ladina, and Amta lay him. Kaim of Duby, and lay him